unconventional enough. It is Tuesday, 7.33 p.m. Luke right here with the One Wave Podcast. We told you guys that we had a lot that we were going on with. And thankfully, thankfully, we have a couple of new folks with us today on the other end. So we're going to mix it up a little bit. This is not going to be just a one-man show. Thank God, the days of that are finally gone, though I'm getting the weirdest looks on Skype right now. <laughs> so thankfully today we have a couple co-hosts with us. Folks, let me, uh, let me mute their mic here in a minute. But thankfully, so we've got folks that actually got interested in this and believe in what we're doing. So we have Rosie and Sam on the other end. They are joining us via Skype. Hi, guys. Hey. <laughs> Oh, man. So this is going to be interesting because I'm pretty sure all three of us are bound and determined to screw up somewhere. (laughs) Oh, great. Yep. So essentially today, folks, we're going to go back, kind of go back in the history books of tech, what uh, tech has really kind of come from uh, during the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 being what it is, or excuse me, not the Note 9, see? We're already in this by not even three minutes, and I'm already talking about the wrong cell phone. Think about that for a minute. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, so. One. No, we're going back to rewriting the tech days of history because of the fact it's so interesting to see how uh, tech has really kind of evolved in the last uh, few years. And, you know, if you really think about 2011 was the original uh, Samsung Galaxy Note. That's whenever that phone came out. Uh, It's interesting to see how tech has changed so much, how, you know, battery life and chipsets and everything have evolved over the last few years. We're going to let Sam talk about that here in just a minute. But if you haven't checked out our Facebook page, uh, definitely go check it out. Uh, Qualcomm just yesterday announcing a huge development within uh, the tech world itself. If you thought the days were conventional, that we were literally sitting back waiting too long to charge your phone, those days could be coming to a very abrupt end. And I'm talking about for the better. Apparently, Qualcomm releasing very silently yesterday the Qualcomm uh, quick charge five now what makes it so unconventional and so weird is this is 100 watt plus charging zero to 50 minute charge in five minutes five minutes it's freaking crazy zero to 100 yeah. charge i thought mine was good with 20 15 Damn. minutes 15 i'm not sure how to explain this but i think I'm pretty sure it was uh, wasn't Sam. It was Rosie. You were talking about how you have warp charging on your phone. About yep. how long does it normally take? Amazing. About how long does it normally take for you to charge up your phone? Like say zero to a hundred. Well, about maybe twenty, fifteen, twenty minutes. I go back and I'm on like flashing low battery, and then I plug it up. And I go back about twenty, fifteen, twenty minutes, and then. It's at least on 80. So, yeah, about 20 minutes. And, that, and see, that's that's the thing about iPhones. Like, I, I have an iPhone 11 Pro Max, and 
they went USB Type-C to Lightning, which was the most confused, I think, that I've ever been as why they did something so crazy. So essentially what happened was when they did that, you essentially eliminated speeds down from, I want to say it was like it took like three hours to charge an iPhone, and I think it only takes me about like an hour. But the wow. ironic That's thing so was, huh? That's so long time, an hour without touching your phone? Yeah. And, you know, that's the ironic thing is, like, how fast it's becoming that we're able to charge these phones up. Now there's, you know, there's a screen war, there's a battery life war. Now we have a charging war kind of set forth with us. And I've said this before, and it's actually funny. I said, I'm going to be that one old guy in the retirement home in probably about 50 years saying, you damn kids, I remember when we had to sit around and wait for our phones to charge. I think it's going to be crazy how it's going to develop because now we have these fast charging speeds. So I can't even imagine like when we have kids, how fast their phones are going to charge. What amazes me is when I first got the phone, the thing that caught me off guard was how it was packaged, the charger. The block was completely separate, and the block is pretty freaking big, the biggest charging block I've seen that wasn't a portable charger. And the cord, it wasn't just wrapped up with one of the uh, zip, the uh, twist ties. It was in a coil, like a solid stand-up coil with two clips on it. And I think that's because they didn't want it to get bent up or damaged. Because if you do that, it eventually ruins the wire. Mm-hmm. And they made sure that it wasn't going to mess anything up with it. I've never seen any charger package like that. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, I don't know, this day and age, like I said, it's really interesting with how we've evolved. And this is one thing I think we're all talking about. I think we were up to, what was it, about like 2 o'clock in the morning, 2 or 3 in the morning? It was, and we almost, were, it was 4 o'clock in the morning yeah. last night. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, just leave it up to us to be at 3 o'clock in the morning to be working on a show. I mean, think about this. Yep. Who does that? That's actually... That's crazy because well, most people, that. you know, have a bunch of riders, and like, I'm like, yeah, we don't have that. That's not in our budget. We're from uh-huh. Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. Our, our version of writing is Google Translate. That's what our version of writing is at this point in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Off the text. Yeah. So off I, the gave, text. <laughs> I gave. I uh, gave Sam version. some homework to do over on the uh, on the note series and. It's interesting because you brought up some really good points doing your research that you had done last night. It's really interesting to see how the note has evolved from 2011 from the debut. But, I mean, tell me, how far have we really gotten in terms of screen size with these phones? Okay, so the Note 1 that came out in October of 2011 was 5.3 inches. Um, And the most recent Note that came out which is the note 10 plus is 6.8 inches so they've really just stayed like most of the range that they've stayed in between is in between those two numbers um i think the biggest phone screen that i've ever gotten to is 6.8 that's the biggest that i saw during our research and that was the 10 the note 10 plus um, so they've stayed kind of in a range with the sizes but they've gone really back and forth with it because the, um, let's see, which one that I was talking about. The Note 4 is 5.7 inches, but the Note Edge, which is right after the Note 4, is 5.6. So 
Um, so they, they tried to stay close enough within the screen sizes, but they've also tried to make it different. Now, what I noticed with two of my two of the other phones that I looked up, which is the Note 5 and the Note 7, they are the same size. The screen size is. So the display size is the same size, which I thought was kind of crazy because they like to go back and forth with their sizes, but those two phones are so similar in the exact size. So I thought that was kind of interesting. And their storage is similar, and but their cameras are totally different. So it was kind of interesting to see that contrast between those two. Yeah, and see, that's the thing about, I mean, when you really get back down to 2011, I want to say it was, is it was so interesting to sit back and see how uh, most phones, I want to say, weren't they like 4 inches or 4.3 inches? So the average phone size then was 4 to 4.3 inches. So, so think about it. You get a monstrosity of a phone coming out with over 5 inches of, of space now granted your bezels were absolutely huge you had your home button which was yep. also that uh fingerprint reader and that was right. like huge at that time now yeah. it's nothing it's nothing to sit back and have a built-in thumbprint reader it's nothing to have facial id yep. you see it, it's so it's so crazy that we sit back and we have this now again it, this goes back to those days where when you didn't think tech was going to truly evolve, when you didn't think tech was really going to set back and make more sense, it just got better. Yep, you thought that it was something like sci-fi. Right, yeah. Essentially, like if you watched the Jetsons or say you watched, uh, what was it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't think, I mean, granted, we're getting to that point. I mean, I don't know how far we're really getting to the idea of having robotic maids, but hey, that may be in the pipeline, I guess, in the next 50 yeah, years. That'd be nice. I have like yeah. a robotic maid in my house, so I don't know. <laughs> Pay nice. a subscription fee like $5 million a year. Like, yeah, we don't have that kind of money. No, no, absolutely not. I'll just, me and Rosie will just get together. We'll all get together and invent one ourselves so we don't have to pay that much. I like and then we'll just replicate it. That's I how I feel like about it. that. <laughs> Because <laughs> so, I don't want to spend that much money on one. I'm telling you. Um, yep. Something I didn't get to know and something I should have noted. Um, if you are wondering about the uh, Quick Charge, this is backwards compatible. So if you have a uh, phone that was Quick Charge 2.0, 3.04, this will work. This is going to be well worth the investment. It actually cuts down a lot of the dilemma. And it's really funny, the video I think we had seen last night on Twitter was, uh, you could take a shower in five minutes and have 50% battery. Now yeah, you can cook dinner and have a full battery. I'm like, this sucks. But ironically enough, I want to say it was, uh, I, I want to say it was Sam that pointed out last night that uh, Apple just came out with a new braided Thunderbolt 3 Pro cable. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because this, again, this kind of goes back to the whole war thing. And it, could this possibly be true that iPhones are now going over to a braided cable? Hopefully. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Transfer speeds up to 40 gigabits per second. USB 3.1 transfer speeds, 10 gigabits. This, of course, is not with an iPhone. Let me go ahead and make that clear. This is not with an iPhone. This is for. Um, this right now is just for MacBooks and MacBook Pros, but it's interesting because what is 
the amount of watts. Well, it's 100 watts. So how conventional is this that uh, Apple and now Qualcomm? Qualcomm, now Apple. It's Something is up. I really think yeah. September is going to be interesting, to say the least. They got a lot of things coming up, and they're they're. It kind of looks like they're flip flopping between each other. Like, oh, I see you do something now. I feel like I have to one up you. So they're going to be doing that for a while. If that's how, if that's the pattern they're going to keep taking, with, they're going to keep trying to one up each other. So we're definitely going to see a lot of new things if that's the route they're going to take with it. Yeah, and, and see, that's the thing. It's like people are always saying, like, you know, whenever the uh, Worldwide Developers Conference happens, that's Apple's keynote. Uh, and then Google I.O. happens, and they're like, oh, hey, Android took this, and iPhone took this. But think about it. Everyone does something collectively. Like, mm-hmm. let's face the fact. Uh, I want to say it was the Pixel phone that debuted uh, dark mode. Mm-hmm. Well, now yes. you hit us. Yeah. So now you could essentially go and shoot shots at dark. Well, Apple was like, hey, we're going to one-up you. Let's do it here. And now... <laughs> I, I don't think I believe it because I've done photography before. Uh, I had seen some promotions last year for the uh, newest uh, Pixel. And it was so crazy because of the fact the newest Pixel can shoot astrophotography. And this is what's advertised. I'm like, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know about that. I you mean, especially if you're going to say that for the first time. Like, I... I think it'd be right now. I've had some pretty freaking good cameras. Yeah, but I don't think they'll start having this yet. They're going to have to develop that a little bit more before they can claim, oh, we're going to do this because that's a a big shoe to fill. Involving Astrid's part of it. Well, my doubt comes from the fact that, you know, so traditionally to do a Milky Way shot, you know, mm-hmm. to be, you know, get the stars and all that. So, first off, you want to have, like, a full-frame DSLR. And okay. when you get that full-frame DSLR, you obviously want to make sure the sensor doesn't have a lot of noise, which is, like, degradation and things like that. Yeah. In the, the, um, level. Yeah. Excuse me. In the, uh, in the photograph itself, you want to make sure it looks good. So, it's actually kind of interesting to sit back and see that they're claiming this because of the fact that it's possible, but... It's so much harder to do on a phone because traditionally you want to have 30 seconds of space. Well, let's just put it like this. I'm 233 on a good day. I could not stand still for 30 seconds with a phone in my hand trying to get a picture of a mountain with the Milky Way. There's no way. No. Uh Uh-uh. So I guess that's kind of where my skepticism is because, I mean, while the phone camera itself I think could do it, I think the software is just not there. I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could say, I mean, I say it'd be wrong all the time. I don't mind, but. I don't know. think we find out until they actually tried to test it with the software and see if they could actually withstand handling all of that. I think they'd have to do trial and error with that and then maybe, maybe prove us wrong or maybe prove us right. I think it's all about experimentation with that. Well, I mean, they claim that it is and put it out there. I mean, it's a very new concept, but. In a couple years, that's just going to be replaced with something else, and it's going to be, like, they're going to, like, require it back because of the issues with it. It's not going to be what people think it is. They amp it up to be some amazing thing, and it's not going to be what people expect. Yeah. They're going to end up recalling it. I guess, in a way, 
I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about this because, again, I have the iPhone 11 Pro Max, and anyone on an iPhone at this point, you and not most people know this, uh, my other niece who had come through just the other day, uh, she turned 18, thankfully, or her and her boyfriend were over. And so, you know, we're going through our photographs, you know, our favorite ones. And so I've got one of the Stanley Hotel from Estes Park, Colorado. Now, if you've ever seen the movie The Shining, that hotel is based off of Stephen King's uh, novel. Okay. So, it, it, I mean, it's a phenomenal, just a beautiful hotel. The architecture is just amazing. And so I took, I literally pulled out my iPhone XS, took a picture, barely had to really do very much with it, added just a little bit of color to it. You know, it's kind of a little, little on the darker side. So I was like, eh, add a bit of color. I show her the picture and her first words are, there's no way this is made on an iPhone. I've gotten that a lot. Yeah, a lot. Because I used to do photography of, like, landscapes and stuff, sunrises, sunsets, bridges, water, whatever. And most of it was on the phone. I have a a Canon, a Rebel T3i camera. A Canon Rebel T3i. And I've taken, like, maybe a handful of pictures with it. But most of the time it's my phone because it's there. It's convenient. Well, and see, on the iPhones, you have, and I don't, I don't see this on Samsung phones. That's actually kind of amazing because, see, this is one thing I wish the iPhone has. It's the option to actually set back and actually, um, oh, golly, I just lost my train of thought. Wow, this really happens right in the middle of whenever you need it most. But the... Well, I have no... <laughs> No, this is just a thought that come up into my head. Because, see, I forgot, but on iPhones, you have long exposure mode. Right. Well, yeah. long exposure, again, is a time thing. Now, of course, I was seriously sketchy about it because of the fact long exposure normally is very, you have to have, like, neutral density filters, and you've got to have a long shutter speed, and you got to do all these different things. So it's like, uh, yeah. I don't know about a phone doing that. But it actually does it really well. Now... Not as good as some of the DSLRs, but it definitely stacks up and compares. What I was getting to, when I forgot, was I wish the iPhone had a Samsung Pro mode. Samsung, yeah, they have a Pro mode on their camera. So if you go to your camera and you scroll over into the settings, you go to Pro. And it literally is your ISO, your white balance, saturation. So your different, very minimal things that you can adjust in a camera. Okay. It's neat. But the yeah, iPhone does not I have, have that. And I don't have a Samsung. No. I have a OnePlus 8 uh, Ultra um, Wideband, yeah, the 5G phone. And it just came out April 24th, but it's phenomenal, including the camera. It has three different cameras on the back. You can. It has a slow motion camera. I want to say, I want to say, I think my iPhone's... I think it's like 120 frames per second whenever you go down to slow motion, but I honestly yeah. don't know anyone that does slow motion. Uh, I think if you do slow motion, you're trying to like do a slow-mo video as a joke or something, or if you have a slow-mo thing, you're intending it for a sole purpose, but I don't think I would ever use slow-mo. I would like use slow-mo if I was videotaping lightning or something. Exactly. You'd have an intended purpose for slow-mo like that or like a video you're trying to make. But I think if I was taking a picture of her, I wouldn't want to use a slow-mo option for that unless she was just moving around crazy. And I'm trying to get it. A dancing, long, a dance move. Maybe, yeah. 
But I think it's kind of specific for that, whereas like the pro mode, you can use it for anything instead of like the slow mode because that's very case specific. Yeah, and I mean, it's really conventional for, like I said, for photographers, especially if they do pick up something like, you know, a Samsung. But again, the problem with Samsung phones is the cameras really just suck. I had the Note 9 and I was not impressed. I was not impressed with the 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 depth of field was a joke. Selfies yeah. looked horrible, like they were oversaturated. The white balance was off. It mm-hmm. just did not look as good as uh, it didn't look as good as what you would get off an iPhone. So I kind of went back to the iPhone. I was like, well, I kind of cheated on Apple, so I kind of feel bad now. So I have to sign my divorce papers with Samsung and say, here's your phone. Right. So when I was doing my research on the Note, really the, the, Note 10, the Note 8 had a better camera than the Note 9. So that was one of the things that popped up when I was doing my research outside of like the stuff that I was initially looking at. The cameras were different, and there was more complaints on that Note 9 camera than any of the other Note phones. So they kind of compensated other things to try to cover up the camera and how the, good the quality was instead of focusing on still making everything else good and not forgetting about the camera. Because, And right now, everyone's taking pictures. Everyone has Snapchat, things like that. So we're all using our cameras all the time. So we're going to want a good camera to use. We're not going to want a crappy camera. Yeah, and I think that's what people really like. For instance, I've got my niece over here. Uh, she's 13. And she's, what phone you got, Jenna? iPhone 6S. She's got the 6S. Which, I mean, in fact, was actually a very good phone back in the day. Yeah. But it's like I told her, I said, they're so lucky. Like, the younger generation has an advantage. And I kind of say this to all three of you guys, because y'all, all three of y'all are younger than me. But y'all get to document things. I only was dreaming about documenting back in high school. Like, you know. Yeah. We had the conventional, like, flip phones. But, you know, you got a freaking flip phone with a VGA camera that was like just horrible blew out your pictures it sucked but it was the memories that lasted and I mean I had the I had the iPhone 6 that was actually my very first iPhone was iPhone 6 and it was to me it was amazing you know it was short it was slim if you actually compare it to the to the 11 Pro, I want to say, actually, you know, you're going to hear a little bit of noise. I want to compare your phone to my phone, Jenna, because I want to see whose phone is thicker. I want to say something about the 6S just kind of sticks out. And I think because of the fact, like, you have iPhones have always been slim. Yeah, they have. Always been slim. That is one noticeable thing. Let's see. See, the 6S to me, oh my God, Jenna, that's so much slimmer. Oh my god, so if you look, y'all yeah. can see. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot slimmer. That is I like, I mean, well. about iPhones that I noticed was the square, just box shape. Right. Like the rectangular flat box shape. Yeah. And so now with, uh, now with the 6S, like, there you go. So, the, like, the 6S, like, it was so small, like, Rosa was just saying, it was just more of a boxy. Now this is kind of like a more of a rounded curve. So that's, I mean, it's more appealing to the eye to see something like that rather than say something that is like a box in your hand. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like I won't slim this back in a way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
I was I talking f- last time about the iPod, how I love the iPods. I, I still love those. But now we're so it's like technologically advanced. Like I still love the nostalgic of it. Like I want it back, but I know now I would not be able to keep up with what I do all the time. I never had an iPod. I never oh, played. I, I honestly, I don't think I ever got an iPod, but I think where, and this is just me, I think where iPods just kind of fell flat on their face was just because of the fact iPods were practically mobile phones minus the fact that you didn't have cell phone connectivity. Now, if you were smart, exactly. you got text now and you could just call your friends. So it kind of backfired. And and I see Rosie's laugh over there. She's, you know, she's guilty of doing that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I was. I was. No, we talked through email. We talked through email. Yeah. Yeah. Her mother had me blocked on everything. She had me blocked on the family plan. From every single (laughs) Yeah. So she couldn't go in her phone and unblock me. It was blocked through the freaking entire plan. Which I didn't know you could do that until she did that. So I learned something new with that, too. I didn't know you could go into the actual plan and, like, how it, like, basically blacklisted off everything. Parental mode. (laughs) Parental controls to the max. Oh, wow. Controls to the max. Well, this this was something else that kind of stuck out last night. Um, I think I was talking to Rosie about this phone. As the uh, Asus ROG Phone 3 debuts... uh, just actually not even a few days ago, 6,000 milliamp hour battery, obviously. Uh, they just got the FC or the NCC clearance, which I'm not really sure what the world that is. I'll have to research it, which I don't say that very much. So take it with a grain of salt. I'm not okay. saying I know everything. I don't. But it's definitely right. interesting to learn new things. Uh, RG Phone 3 has a stunning 144 hertz refresh rate, which is just phenomenal. Yeah. I, I really have to wonder, though, and this was something else I think I just put on our Twitter page last night. Um, oh. Someone just sent me a message on Facebook. Asked me what my real yeah. Facebook page is. I'm like, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, RG uh, Phone 3 boasts a large 6.5-inch AMOLED screen. Of course, here we go with Screen Wars, the display, obviously. 144 hertz refresh rate, uh, color accuracy less than one, and mm-hmm. obviously it comes with HDR10. The phone allows for 5G support through uh, right. fast mobile gaming, which I will bring up. I mean, to me, this just doesn't make any sense, but uh, a 65 processor, 16 gigs of RAM, 6,000 milliamp hour battery, and a cooling system in the phone. Now, this is something I think I just talked to Jen about this just a little while ago was the fact that who wants to game on a phone? Okay. Rosie want to game on a phone. Rosie loves to game. So that'd be more suited towards her because when she got this phone, she got the gamers plan through Verizon. So she downloads her game so she could play her game. So she's more geared to the gamer aspect. I'm not. So I think they're trying to make a phone for that for our, our gamer, you know, people out there. But, you know, if you don't like if you if you can't afford to have a console, but you still need a phone and you can afford the gamer phone. And I think that's a different alternative they're going to try to take with that, which I think is I think it's pretty cool if it actually can work and function for that. 
<laughs> so in so what you're saying essentially is we probably maybe in the future we'll start seeing gamer phones something similar to this. Something similar, I think. You know, because I don't want to say it this way, but a lot of people game like whether it's on their Xbox, on their PlayStation, blah 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 blah. You can't just pick up your Xbox and PlayStation and go when you're in the car. So then you come to your phone. You go to your Play Store or you go to your, you know, you go to your Apple Store on your phone and you go down on the game to play. And, you know, sometimes it may work, sometimes it may not work or something like that. And if you're in an area with low service, you know, sometimes that game doesn't work. Well, if they make a phone more geared towards that and, like, whatever it needs to be, I think that'll be something that could that could come out in the future and we could be normalizing the fact that, hey, I might have a gamer phone. Because Rosie might be sitting next to me here in like a couple years or so from now and be gaming on her phone so I can play the Xbox and she can game on her phone. It's just, I think it's how far someone is willing to take technology and move further with it. Like, they're like, okay, I think this is a cool idea. I know someone who would do this. Let's try and see if we can get it to work, you know? See, and that's where, and I really think that especially 5G is going to really push the limit. They're going to push the limit on so much. It's because, like, you know, you're talking about virtual virtual reality, which is still a thing, though it seems like it's kind of faded. Uh, it's really interesting to see, like, I want to say it's a PS4. They have, like, the uh, VR, which is amazing. It's actually play a game like that. But it's actually kind of freaky. Yeah, it's really freaky if you think about it. Like when you can just randomly look around anywhere and kind of see what's around you, at least in a virtual game. It's actually kind of cool, but it's. I feel like I would probably get sick. So I have a funny story, but that I did get sick from playing a VR game. Um, I was I don't know what it was now or what system that I was on, but I was playing a VR game, and I happened to turn too quickly. And I had to yank it off, and I got very sick. I had, like, a, I don't want to say, like, I threw up or anything, but I had a really bad sensory overload because you're, like, in a whole different environment once you put that headset on because you're in another, you're in another dimension, kind of. So you're looking at something else, and I'm not standing in my living room. I'm standing in this game. So it kind of tricks your brain a little bit, thinking you're not home. You're somewhere else. And then when I turn too quickly and I hit something, I realize I'm not in this world anymore because there wasn't something there in, there, in that game. So now I don't feel good, so now I'll take it off, and it was just like a whole overload of things. So while, while I agree with you that it has gone down since it like since people started blowing it up, I still do think people use it all the time. They're just not hyping it up because we have phones, new releases with watches, stuff like that. So that just kind of covers it up. Like I know I've seen a lot of new ads for the X, new Xbox and new PlayStation coming up. So when we have these new releases and new things to talk about, it kind of buries all that back there, and it takes someone talking about it again. Pushing it forward in front of everything to trust it. So I agree with it being pushed on the back burner, but it is still really fascinating to to think of that. Yeah, and it's it's really again to me it's just interesting because you know again to me it's like VR has kind of died, but it's not dead. It's mm-hmm. there, but it's kind of like I guess in a hiatus type of like. Uh, yeah, I pulled Jenna over here with me. So have you ever played a VR game? Yes, I have, but it was that big play, so I guess, like, it counts, but it's like a shooting game, so it's like, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. okay, so explain to everyone what is big play. For those that don't live here, like, I was like, what is big play? Big play is where a bunch of, it doesn't matter what age, but, like, mainly kids go, and there's, like, bowling, uh, 
mega golf carts or whatever. Or... That's like an all-in-one fun place back in the day that I didn't have. It's so fun. We and me and Rosie go there all the time. It's our favorite place, and we love the laser tag. They make it oriented for not just kids, but young adults like us who suit at like 13 year olds at heart when it comes to like all of that stuff. And I've actually been in that little VR thing that she was talking about. And I tried to go a couple weeks back and they had it closed because of the whole COVID situation. And we were so upset, but I can't wait for that back up because it looks so much fun. She wants to try it so bad. <laughs> the VR thing at Big Play. Um, yeah. 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 Play some Call of Duty in it. Checking, yeah. checking Twitter out right quick. Apparently, then this of course take this with a grain of salt, if you will. But uh, apparently, new headphones are coming out with Apple. Apparently, this is and this of course been eh, kind of rumored. And traditionally, mm-hmm. I do not like on-air headphones. I hate on-air headphones. They to me, I don't know. Your ears just get hot. They get real sweaty. But uh, yeah. AirPods Studio is the rumored name end of August or early September around possibly the iPhone launch starting about yeah, 349 That's crazy. Yeah. Are that we is... paying more for headphones now than we've ever paid before? Yeah. Pretty much. Yep. Yeah, because I know yeah. I have I have the AirPods Pro myself and I'm a sucker for them. I love them. I love the noise cancellation. I love being able to actually just block everything out. But then, Jenna, yeah. you've got, which AirPods do you got? The two? The second generation. So, she's lucky because she got the second generation AirPods. I had the very first generation AirPods, which were not even really that good. Like, it was amazing to work in Nashville, Tennessee, and literally sit back and see how many people were walking down the street, conventionally down Broadway or something, with, like... Uh, AirPods in their ears. Mm-hmm. It, it looks so weird. I was like, golly, are we really getting this normalcy of, of looking like a Q-tip is sticking out a half of your ear? Right. Yeah, it is normal. Like, I know when I was going to college, I could see them all the time, and I had, like, the headphones that are, like, attached to, like, the actual wire. Like, I don't do the that. Retractable, the uh, wired headphones, wireless ones. And it's weird to see it because... I don't think you're just perfectly normal walking towards me, but then I see your ear. I was like, okay, you can't hear me. You don't know what you're doing. And most of the time, they're like this. They got their phone right here in front of their faces because they're scrolling through their music or they're scrolling something. They're just walking and going. So, yeah, I think it's become a new normal seat to just have your headphones in all the time where you go because it's it's a universal symbol to I just want to listen to my music. I'm just trying to get to where I'm going. I'm just but you never know if it's a headphone or kind of a hearing aid. Like, I heard about... Uh, type of headphone that's coming in that has a mic on it that's also a language translator. Yeah. Like, they'll speak in a different language, and it'll translate in, into your ear. And I think that's a really cool concept, because you're still, you're plugged in, but you're still aware of what's going on around you. I if think I've just seen that on Kickstarter. Hmm? I think i just seen that on Kickstarter. I want to say, that's... I think something that me and Jenna both seen, and we just kind of looked at each other real weird, and we we're like, "I mean, they, it 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 seems like a good idea, but I will say this: the design of it just looks horrible." Yeah, it might not look pretty, but as long as it gets job done, I don't care. <laughs> like that's true. Google does it. You can talk in a different language and then translate it on Google. It just does that for you. 
Right, but I mean, think about it like this. So with iOS 14, like you'll be able to fully dictate conversations into a different language. So you'll be able to carry on an, uh, a conversation with someone else in a different language via your phone. So is it more conventional? And this is what I'm going to ask everybody today. Is it more conventional to have a pair of earphones in your ear that translate? Or would it just rather be just easier to have a phone in your hands, not an extra set of AirPods or AirPods knockoffs, to translate a conversation? Well, I see that there's a market for it. I can definitely see it, especially if, like, you're trying to, say, learn a different language, especially, say, like, it'd be kind of ideal for something like if Jenna was in school, say, take it Spanish. You right. could use them as a tool, but, like, on a... I don't know that I would want an extra pair of headphones with me, though, just to translate. Well, my phone can do it. Now, I have AT&T, so don't get me wrong. They may tell me, oh, well, hey, they got like $5 million in overages, so yeah, maybe I should have brought the knockoffs. I think with having additional headphones I can do, I think it's all situational. Um, because there's a situation where you can use them and you don't really need to get your phone, and then there's other ways, well, I don't need these headphones, so I need my phone. So I guess just just... Depends on the situation that you're in and what the purpose would be for one or the other or both. Jenna, I'll get your take on this. So would you, so you being a young person, would you rather have a pair of headphones that you could translate any conversation, any language, or would you rather just use your iPhone and not have to carry it around? What would you say? I would rather use my iPhone because you wouldn't have to spend extra money and it's just easier because, like, you would probably forget. <laughs> and, and knowing me, I think this is the older you get, and I can only vouch for myself on this, I forget almost everything. I mean, listen to how I've done these podcasts in the past. They are so horrible. That's why whenever I finally met you guys, I was like, thank God. <laughs> because this sounds so horrible with me just doing it. I've run out of air, so now when I run out of air, I can let y'all talk. <laughs> And vice versa, because if we say something and then, you know, I'm having to sit here, like, collect my thoughts, you'll notice it, like, okay, I'm going to say something else. So I think it kind of benefits you to have not just yourself. It's a fluent conversation. Yeah. It's not just one on the computer. Yeah. Because then we can also bring one up topics, world. like, while we're talking. So, so earlier it with... It opens up debates. Yeah. That's what we, me and Rosie were talking about. Like, if you were to say something and she thought something to counteract you, now that's something that's brought into the air and you're, you're, you're just not sitting there like okay well what can I say to counteract this or what can I do because you don't know over here doing it for you and then you could think of something to come back at me and we're and pleasing be- multiple audiences multiple yep. audiences because everybody has a different perspective so you know that's three different percept- perspectives <laughs> that somebody could relate to whatever hush I can't speak <laughs> <laughs> suck on the big words I think we all do a lot. exactly well, I mean, and it's it's interesting because uh, I had to convince Jenna to come in here because she wanted to be uh, she wanted to be around. So I was like, okay. She's like, but I'm loud. I was like, you're not loud. Not to me, you're not loud. So it's interesting okay. to sit back, especially have a younger person kind of get there and tell me, especially if she's here over what, say, a product or something like that. Because it's interesting because again, things are different from things are different from what they were, you know, 15 years ago, back whenever, so you're 13, I'm 31, that's what, 17 years difference or something like that? So, I mean, things are different. different kind of generations perspectives mm-hmm. here because yeah. 
she's about to turn 20. I turned 20 a few months ago. You're 31, and she's 13. 13. So, yeah. you know, it's just three different times. Completely yeah, technology. It's it's interesting. That's why when we were putting the show together last night, excuse me, going in the morning, was just going back, touching base on what history really has kind of brought us. You know, people were, mm-hmm. especially in the photography world, were on this kick that, you know, oh, digital will never take film. Well, guess what? Now we don't have film. Now we have digital. Now everything is digital. Now, it's all conversion. Right, yeah. And see, that's the thing. Like, whenever I started doing photography, Whenever I started doing photography myself, I literally started with nothing more than a little black camera uh, that put, I want to say it's 35 millimeter film. And I say old saying this in front of you, especially Jenna, Um, but a 35 millimeter film with two batteries and a flash. And that was about as crafty as you guys, your great grandmother that actually gave it to me. She gave me one three years in a row and I could not figure out why. Well, I actually found out by that point. I was more passionate about photography than what I had understood. See, it's been raining. I don't know about everywhere else, but I know here on the coast, it has been raining like cats and dogs here for the last three days. And it's really, it's been crazy because I've been wanting to take, uh, we've been wanting to go out back because where we live is in the middle of nowhere. Not really, but you know, we do live kind of in the middle of nowhere. And... (laughs) It's interesting to be able to get some of the photographs that you can get, especially throughout the trees and the leaves and all that. And it's just being able to showcase and kind of have that comparison. Like what I want to do is like a comparison, like the 6S camera compared, say, to the iPhone 11 Pro Max to my phone. Mm -hmm. You know, just kind of detailing, hey, look, this is how technology has just gotten, how it's going to evolve. Nowadays, if you think about it, you know, you're – shooting in higher resolution so now you're taking up more space right and something i was i just talking about my age something i forgot and i was going to say earlier is they are rumored right now we're rumored to have a um four gig iphone come out yeah with maybe an eight gig iphone as well but here's the thing why are we still at four gigabytes why I cannot understand this because we're for the pro variant of things. I want my pro phone to have 16 gigs of RAM. Now that may be overkill and it probably is, but I want 16 yeah. gigs of RAM. I'm done with four gigs because four gigs really does nothing. And that's the thing. Like I was an Android fanboy up for a long time, up until the success come out. And it was, I just did not see myself switching because I heard so much bad. I heard, you know, iPhones were always the last and they were this and they were that. But then as I got the phone, I started just kind of realizing that the reason why they were always last was because they did it right. You just never heard. It's hardly ever. I think I've heard of maybe three iPhones ever exploding in history versus Samsung right. loses $12 billion between legal fees, stock, uh, stock uh, prices crashing because of the Note 7 debacle. They don't take the shortcuts yeah. out. Yeah. So it, it, it's like, are we? Re- I don't take time with it to work out the kinks. Yeah. Samsung, they get something they they know people will buy no matter what, and right. they put it out there real quick. That's why there's so many Samsung phones out there. Well, in, I think Samsung really does. I, I also think they worry about their stock prices. Well, they're always looking yes. at that because see, they're not publicly traded on the NYSE. 
So they're based out of South Korea. So they're based off the South Korean stock market. So they want this feud with Apple, though Apple and Samsung have a great relationship as for say, because let's face it, who makes Apple's screens? Samsung. Now, that may not be the case here in the next few years. Sam, or Apple is talking about you know going to their own chips and screens and all this. Now, it may work out in their favor, and it may not. Yeah. But again, if, it's all it's all a trade market, pretty much. Who yeah. buys what from who to make their own product? But in reality, even if you're competing with the competitor, you're always going to need something, something from, from them. It. So you don't want to buy. So it's something something else I want to all right. I want to get a roundtable on this because all right, we're we're gonna let Jenna go first because I'm gonna go last because I talk. I think I probably talk. I will out talk all three of us. <laughs> that's kind of a bad thing if we're really wanting to sit here and be honest about it that's just horrible I just I don't have that mute button you started this up and now we're entering in so we're going to have to find our rhythm and our flow of like mm-hmm. conversing back and forth and the topics and subjects so I don't think it's I don't think it's you have a lot of information about there. yeah yeah yes. yeah so, it not so much <laughs> what is in your eyes, whenever you're like on your phone or something like that, what is the number one thing you absolutely look at whenever you want a phone? Do you look at battery? Do you look at screen? Do you look at the camera? Definitely battery. Battery? Why is battery so important to you? Because I'm always on my phone 24-7. You're always on your phone 24-7? Yeah. <laughs> so you're more social media, I take it? Yeah, I was on Snapchat like the whole time. <laughs> and as we all know, I mean, Snapchat is just nothing more than a battery killer. But Sam, what about you? Absolutely. So, battery's a big thing for me. Um, and I was talking about this with Rosie the other day. Like, I am on my phone all the time for social media. Facebook, Snapchat. I used to be big on Instagram. I'm kind of laid off on Instagram. But I use my Facebook now for my shop page. So, I told her when we were looking at getting me a new phone. That I needed to always talk to me about it. I had talked to her because she knew what to do and what to talk about. I told her when I wanted a new phone, I wanted to know to keep up with me on all my social media because I'm on my phone all the time on social media. So that was really something I asked her to look into before we bought a phone. So the battery life was extremely important for me because I'm on it all the time. The processor was important. And the RAM, which I was looking into some of those with the Samsung, and we can touch on that later, because some of the RAM was interesting and how they flip-flop with that. Um, but those were some of the things that were important if I was going to keep up with the purpose of my phone for what I wanted it to. Um, so that, those are big things for me to look into and debate which one was better, which one would work better for my outlet. So, yeah. What about you, Rosie? What uh, what What is your confession there? My number one thing has, it's kind of flopped over the years, but my number one thing now is storage. Yeah. Storage is my main thing. And I actually just figured out recently with this thing I got, um, RAM too. You know, I didn't really know what RAM was exactly, but I did some research on it. And basically it's, the amount of storage to keep your apps running in the background, right? And I'm on Facebook and stuff all the time. My main things are the storage, the cameras, 
battery, and then the uh, screen resolution for gaming. Storage is a big thing for gaming, too. Yes, my phone doesn't take an SD card, but it has 128 gigabytes of storage and 8 gigabytes of RAM. So I'm perfectly satisfied with my phone. No lagging whatsoever. I think the number one thing for me is, honestly, it's it's camera. You know, camera comes first in a phone because I am always on the road. You know, I, I have health issues, so I'm always at the doctor, but I'm always stopping at different places. You know, I've never been here, never been there. And I really just want to be able to say, oh, hey, you know, that's an interesting uh, rainbow or something. I don't know. I don't know how a rainbow is interesting, but. Um, it's when you're flying above it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I have a picture but, like that in the clouds and i got it in the plane so yeah well like we as i was coming back from jackson mississippi uh last i want to say it was last week yeah it was last wednesday well there's a giant rain curtain just out of nowhere and it's just one wall of rain it was just so gorgeous i was like wow but i mean my my order goes i like my i have to have a good camera you know it has to have good it has to give good depth of field that's again where the iPhones are kind of outshining like Samsung, and I won't really. I, I'm not going to say uh, OnePlus. I'll give OnePlus this: they have a huge chunk of the mobile market at this point because of the fact their phones are amazing. They're reasonably priced. The cameras are just phenomenal, and they're always mm-hmm. competing with. This. Yeah, and. They're always, you know, you always want to compare phones, but, you know, OnePlus is always at least in the top five to best camera phones. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, yeah. you know, there's a lot of favoritism for Google because everyone loves Google. Well, eh, I kind of I kind of have that love-hate relationship with Google based off the yeah. advertisements. I get, I say, hey, I like sunflower seeds, and I swear to God, in 20 minutes, I'll have a freaking pop-up that says something about sunflower yes. seeds. Kind of yeah. weird. Of I wouldn't want a phone that would... That is linked to a entire internet database search engine. Yeah, that's just putting my information out there and giving them access to everything. That's yeah. too much for my liking. Yeah, it's so weird because like the amount of information these companies get off of you is just creepy. Now, I'm yeah, again, that's kind of the reason why I switched over to Apple is because Apple does not save that uh, information like. Something I was, you know, I always research these different things. So, like, for instance, I don't think your phone has it. I don't think your phone has Face ID. Oh, no. No. Um, so, it was just interesting to see how, I want to no, it was the iPhone ten that came out with it. People are like, oh, well, when you register your fingerprint or your uh, face or something like that, oh, that goes to the government. Actually, it does not go to the government. The iPhones have a T1 chip, security chip, and that information is actually stored locally. That's not something that Samsung or anyone else has access to. That's not even something Google has access to. Um, You know, it's just one of those things where you just want to kind of sit back and I'm always careful with companies. But I like Apple. I like Apple because they do take privacy and data a lot more seriously. I mean, how many times can you really say that you have not teed off the government with denying them the right to access a freaking smartphone? I mean, let's let's be honest. You yeah. Know, 
it goes against the core values. I'm not going to sit back and say it's the best idea. I mean, definitely it's kind of shady, but I mean, you do have a privacy commitment to consumers and I don't think companies really value that as much early days of Facebook. They certainly didn't value that. They didn't care. Now they've had to grow up as a company. I mean, they still have their flaws. I think like every other company. But everybody in every company is going to have flaws. It's unavoidable. It is. And it's just one of those things where you just kind of sit back and you're like, you're trying to sit back and you're trying to get the best product available. And obviously, you know, Apple gets a lot of riffraff because of the fact their phones are expensive. Phones are just getting more and more expensive. I mean, you cross over that threshold of the iPhone 10, whenever it went over a thousand dollars, people were astonished. People yeah. are like, really, this is becoming the new normal. And unfortunately, it seems like in history, phones were cheap. I mean, they were good. They were cheap. But now yeah, I, we're not. In history, it was like buying, you know, a new gadget. But now it's like signing a contract for payments. It's like auto insurance or something. Yeah. Until it's paid off, you know, you aren't, you're not the true owner of the phone. Yeah. And it's funny that you bring that up, how phones were cheaper, because when I was looking up information for the Galaxies, I was comparing the price as the Galaxy Note 1 and the Galaxy 10 Plus. Now, the Note 1 started out at $650. So that was back in 2011. And the S10 Plus came out in 2019, and that phone was like $1,000, $1,000, right around that. So it's kind of crazy to think, like, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of money difference, but if you think about it, that's like 400 bucks, 500 bucks difference between that. Now they're different. They're more involved and more advanced, but the prices have certainly gone up and now it's normal for them to be that high, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I mean, really when we get down to it, I mean, if you think about that, price increase is definitely something. I mean, if you didn't see the wows that come off, and I want to say it's a wows and the awes, uh, when Apple first unveiled the, uh, I want to say it was the stand. They have a stand for $1,000. They have Wait, a set of, yeah, they have a set of wheels, four wheels, $700. You're paying for the name, not the product. You're paying for the name brand. Yeah. yeah. It's like her Michael Kors person crap. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Well, I mean, you think about it, you know, OnePlus really took a hard look. Like, the OnePlus Nord came out uh, just a few days ago. Now, it's not available here locally in the United States. It's everywhere else. I guess they're going to make a different product for the U.S. But they're going back to their roots because they started seeing that, you know, price was becoming this big thing. They were driving away from what they originally set out, which to give a flagship premium phone for an affordable price. Right. Now, you do dial back your you know, your little things like your, uh, I want to say, the Nord does not, I know it does not have NFC, so it doesn't have the uh, wireless charging, which to me is a big deal. I have a wireless charger stand right next to my bed. And Mm -hmm. I mean, I have a conventional wire cord that works because obviously we know wireless charging is not perfect. It is slow and it sucks, though it's amazing but I do not feel like staring at my phone for three hours while it just slowly gets there. Yeah. Just don't. Absolutely. You can't be on it while it does that. 
you can't be on your phone while it's on the stand for the wireless charging. But if I have it plugged into my cord, like my phone's plugged into the cord right now, I'm still going to stand my phone up. I'm still going to be on it. But if I need to grab it and move it, I can do that. But say you don't even want wireless charging and your phone isn't compatible with it. They have these online. And this is a wireless charging sensor. It's a universal charger and it plugs into your phone and this cord just goes around the back of it and you can just put a little sticky thing and tape it to the back of your phone and it's wireless charging compatible now. Wow. And this is for a Android. Mm-hmm. And they make, nice. I think they make it for iPhones as well. I think I've seen them. I think I've seen USB-C and iPhone for that. I oh, think I've seen it. it. Um, so, you know, her, you know, my phone can connect to the back of someone else's phone and charge their phone, which I love on my phone, but I've never been able to do that. And I want to try it with hers, but if hers isn't compatible that way, then she can go to something like that. So if she still needs a wireless charger, if we don't have a cord or something around, then it's easy. I can't with this. This is an Android. It's USB. Well, it's not USB-C. They have but, USB-C. That's yes. what I'm saying. But you see, I was a little disappointed because I did think it was wireless charging. Battle. I did. But when I started looking into it, yeah, I might not have wireless charging, but I have warp charger. I have a warp charger. So that is faster than anything. I can even be on my phone. And if I'm on my phone, maybe 30 minutes from 10% all the way up to 100. It don't matter. It goes the same speed. Yeah, and it's it's just interesting because, like, I conned – well, it didn't con her in, but uh, my mother, you know, I told her, I said, you know, I said, you need to get a 30-watt charger with a USB Type-C to Lightning because she has, uh, I want to say my mother has the 11, just the iPhone 11. She doesn't have the Pro or Pro Max. And for someone like herself, she doesn't need a Pro or Pro Max. My mother is the least person you'll ever find on her phone. I will call her five times, and she does not answer. Oh, I didn't have my phone around me. How in the world that very annoying little thing in your hands is not going off? (laughs) Yeah. I don't see it, but yeah. she has the iPhone 11, and so I told her, I said, get a USB Type-C to Lightning, I get the 30-watt adapter, and watch that sucker charge, and she's addicted to it now. Like, I want to say, I thought I had a 30-watt charger, but coming to find out, it's really an 8, I think it's an 18-watt charger, Okay, which is crazy. It's still awesome, though. It's still fast, yeah. but now but with- But it's not like her charger. You know what, though? Honestly, because when I go to Jackson, my best friend, her car has, uh, her car has, uh, it has one of those cigarette lighters, but it does not work. So I'm stuck with having a 20,000 milliamp hour battery pack with me with a long six foot cord stretched across. I'm like, oh my God, this sucks. Yeah, you don't even have to do that. You can just, you can just um buy like a a new the new uh, set and just link it right into the wire thing and have it link up into like just hanging from your dash and there you go. You got working cigarette lighter. It's not that hard. It's just putting a couple wires in the fuse thing and putting the fuse back and it takes the power from it, transfers power to the fuse. I'm gonna have to see about that because I'm yeah, it, it it gets a little on the. Uh tedious side whenever you gotta have a yeah. freaking battery pack around you 
Well, I'm, I can help you out with that. I've done it with my car. I used yeah. to transfer power from one fuse to the other fuse, and they share the power from the same fuse because that fuse wasn't getting power. Let's, Android Authority on Twitter right now, they are doing a poll. Which U.S. recommend, which U.S. carrier would you recommend? I say AT&T. Actually, you know what? I take about it. I say T-Mobile. T-Mobile, because their acquisition of Sprint goes through on the 1st, August 1st, so T-Mobile and Sprint will be one. They already are, but officially they'll be one as of August 1st. I definitely say T-Mobile because I think AT&T and Verizon really got to they're going to start running for the hills, especially price-wise and phone availability, because T-Mobile's got a pretty good network. They've got a pretty solid network, and they've really grown. Now, John Ledger, who's stepped down as CEO of T-Mobile, and kind of, I guess, as you would say, passed the torch, uh, he resigned in May for absolutely zero reasons. I'm not really even sure if he gave a reason, but he was the one that really started all this. You know, the EIPs of what we call... Uh, Equipment Osama plans. He was the dude that started all this, and for good reason. He wanted to make phones more affordable because before that, you had to sign a dingy con- uh, to your contract. Now this is not going away. If you get that free tablet from Verizon, well, you just dedicated two years of your life to Verizon. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So phones have become a more affordable in the aspect of being able to just pay them off over time. But my biggest complaint is the fact that you get these sales reps who literally, oh, buy an Apple Watch, buy an iPad, buy an Apple Pencil. And once you finance everything, you're already paying a $300 phone bill. It's like, really? One phone yeah. with an iPad and Apple Watch? And it's happened to me. I, I, will be, I will be the first to admit I had uh, two iPhones, an Apple Watch, and an iPad. I was paying $300 a month with Verizon. Man. Jeez. Yikes. But what are some uh, features with T-Mobile? Like, what do they offer that kind of drives you in with that? So, to their side, I guess. They always have a higher cap over uh, the amount of data that you can use. So, as we all know, uh, well, I mean, most of us know that you have, if you look at the fine print of everything uh, you'll see where it says that you're, um, it says that you can only use, say, 25 gigs of high-speed data, then you're going to be kind of bumped down. It's called network deprioritization. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so anyway, the, um, uh-oh. So anyway, <laughs> to me, T-Mobile's always kind of upped the game with the amount of usage. Like, they used to have a truly unlimited plan, but people were using 10 terabytes of data. Whoa. What? 10 terabytes? 10 terabytes. So, you're talking about probably multiple PS4s. You're talking about multiple Xbox Ones. So, they essentially dumbed it down. Huh? Yeah. Well, I could see, I could see, like, maybe, like, okay, the Play Store that they used to have in the mall. With the wall of Xboxes and Playstations and all that and all the TVs surrounding, like, I could see a place like, like that. that using up that, but, like, uh, just an individual person? Uh-uh. I couldn't see that. Even with I couldn't people. even imagine that. I don't even know how much we use, but I definitely know we don't use... We have unlimited data, but if anything, we'll use maybe, like, 25, 30 gigs a month, if that. 
Mm-hmm. But, like, right now, um, let's see. I barely hook up my phone to the internet, so let's see what uh, data I've used. Did you know how to do that? Before? <laughs> 6.7 gigabytes since July 1st. Wow. Well, see, so, that's... Going back to what you were saying, though, it really just comes down to where, like, T-Mobile essentially offers so much more. You know, they were... I want to say at one point they were paying for Netflix. They were... Uh, so they were paying for Netflix. They gave you a higher amount of hotspot usage. And obviously, you know, the bigger carriers like Verizon were like, oh, well, we're not worried about Unlimited. We're not going to go with it. We don't care. Well, mm-hmm. what happened? About two months afterwards, they started offering Unlimited because people started leaving. I yeah. mean, are you really going to pay $90 for five gigabytes of a freaking data plan? Or are you going to pay $70 on a T-Mobile network that's good and get Unlimited, at least up to the 25 point? And even then, you the only time it slows down is when the network starts getting a lot more people on the towers. That's it. Yeah. And unless you have a big event like a New Year's Eve or Fourth of July event and you're set down at the beach or something like that, kind of like I know we all go, and there's a bunch of people, then, yeah, you're going to see significant slowdowns because yeah. you've been essentially people. throttled at that point. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I give T-Mobile, I mean, they really... Like cellular data. I have uh, 16.334 with Wi-Fi data, so I've used that. But So, yeah, about like 30 or 40 gigabytes per month on Wi-Fi. But we have unlimited data Wi-Fi, so it don't really matter with the phone. I can't really say much because I just checked our internet usage here at the house, and because we have so many, I have you know the Xbox and I've got my Vizio TV. I use the hardwire Ethernet port into the laptop here to do <laughs> yeah. this. We've used 250 gigs. Granted, oh, much like you guys, you know, we have we have the unlimited. We're like, I don't want to do caps. I don't want to worry deal. about caps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know how much we use of our internet because I think, you know, it's just I think if I her Xbox out. is on it, if my Switch is on it, and if Chase's Xbox, our roommate upstairs, if his Xbox is connected all at one time, I can't imagine how much we're using of it and I'm still new to all of this but now that I'm learning I'm like well now I want to look at how much I use off my phone and she uses off her phone and her Xbox uses and my Switch uses because we're on these things all the time and I think we take for granted how much we can use because we're now looking at like the usage and how much we use of it and how much that affects everything so I think it's I think it's a really interesting concept like I was gonna get the um they had a hundred megabytes per second and then like um, uh, 500 megabytes, and then they had 1,000. Like, 100 megabytes per second, and you're not going to be able to play any games on that. You're going to lag. The 500, you can have a couple phones running on it, and maybe maybe the computer, but you ain't going to be able to do everything at once. Uh-uh. Something's going to get booted. Yeah. And with the 1,000, everybody's going to have top speed. Even with the Xbox running, everybody's going to be fine. And that's mm-hmm. the main thing I wanted because she has a Switch and I have an Xbox. And Chase has an Xbox. So if I'm playing an Xbox and he's playing an Xbox and she's playing her Switch, yeah, we're going to come into like a little bit of complications. But her Switch barely gets on the internet. Yeah. But if me and him, it's fine. It's fine. But mm, yeah, forget those other speeds. 
Yeah, they would not have. They would for what we all do in this house. If my Xbox is a terabyte of data, then, you know, I got to have unlimited, like, data on my internet. Like, I can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it also really depends off your router, too. Like, we've got one of the new ones. It kind of looks like, uh, it kind of actually looks like the new Xbox Series X. It kind of yeah, looks like it. It has the 5G modem. Yeah. And it's, yeah. to me, I think it's actually kind of interesting because, like, at least here, you know, we don't really don't have any slowdowns because you got so much bandwidth that you can use. And right. you've got so much that, you know, you can use up to one terabyte without going over. And then, obviously, yeah. then what happens is once you go over that one terabyte threshold, then what they'll do is they'll just slow you down. So it's, yeah. it's that even weight, you know, it's that kind of pro and con of things. It's like we enjoy the days of being unlimited, but now we're limited. Yeah, Weird. absolutely. Yeah. Fair. There's always a limit on something, but, you know, it just matters when you're going to reach that limit. Absolutely. Well, I know one thing's for certain. Oh, this has been awesome. This has been a lot of fun. It has. It has been a blast. It's a lot better having folks in here as well, uh, especially because, you know, it's it's nice to be able to have that, you know, three perspective, and we got four of us. Yeah. Well, Jenna decides she wants to come back and have it rain her off and board her too much. <laughs> right, yeah. But... You know, it's been a lot of fun and something I'm definitely looking forward to doing more often Absolutely. than not. We're trying to do uh, two live shows a week. We are trying to do three pre-recorded shows as well. Uh, pre-recorded shows are going to be a little bit more in-depth into what technology, kind of like what this channel is built off of. It's just understanding the fundamentals of what technology is, is being able to, uh, being able to sit back and, uh, explain technology in a easier light instead of all them big words that people use you're sitting there going uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Like yeah <laughs> so like i need dumb talk i google stuff to yes. get put in my own words yeah what is ram okay it's this and this and this okay so basically it's just what's running in the background okay i don't need much of that but, you know, I need internal storage. Yeah. yeah. Everything. I need that. <laughs> and I remember when I had first talked with you, but um, you were like, do you know anything about it? And then you started naming stuff. I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> You're like, okay, well, I'm going to help you figure that out. Because, you know, you were talking about that kind of perspective. But I I am that perspective. I don't know any ba- anything, basically nothing about it. She knows a little so, bit more than she's let off because she's been around me for almost five years. Okay. But I don't... I know very little, so it's she's like not the gaming techie about... savvy. No, I'm not, and that's why I have her because she is. But at the same time, it's like I'm learning it all, so now I know how to explain it to someone who's who is in the same situation as me. I blame her childhood. <laughs> I if won't she, get into that now. Restricted, then maybe she would know more about technology. I got you. She didn't even get a, her own phone until she was like 17. Oh my god! And now right. still. So we're going to do final thoughts. Jenna, come over here. Final thoughts on today. Did you have fun? Yes. Final thoughts? Bear with girls, right? Final thoughts, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's just looking at me. She's like, I don't know how to feel about this. But you did have fun, yes? Yeah. You want to be more involved? Yeah. Okay. 
So we're gonna we're, we're gonna make we're gonna officially inaugurate Jenna into this as well because we're gonna bring her into our twisted sense of humor. <laughs> so excited. Rosie, but, final thoughts for you. Like, Did you have fun? Think what we're like off camera. <laughs> oh, he knows what we're like off camera, but they don't know. Yeah, Mr. Gray knows. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what's funny is when she when y'all first made the friend request and y'all accept she goes, Oh like Luke Skywalker and I was like, Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then I thought Mr. Gray, so it was like Skywalker Gray. She was like, I'm so happy you brought that up because I, I brought it up too. And I was like, I'm glad you didn't bring it up before I brought it up. Yeah. <laughs> how did this lead, how did final thoughts lead to me getting picked on about my last name? Hey, we're not picking on you. Just <laughs> bring something else into perspective. You gotta word it differently. We're not trying to be mean. My, minus like, the oh. folks, let me let me tell you something right now. I have never been properly corrected on my grammar. I hate being corrected. I wake up to a text message from a five-hour nap saying, "Hey, I just seen the post that you put on Facebook. I went ahead and edited them. I was like, "Oh my god!" Hey, the grammar not- police. You bitches at me all the time about it. So, okay. Uh, my official title, like we discussed earlier, was Sam the Grammar Police Officer. I am okay with that. I will happily be my old Sammy Grammar Officer in the Grammar Police Station. I'm okay with it. Okay? <laughs> like, I'm good with it. He brought up that I should have been an English teacher. And I said, I thought about it. The, the look on Rosie's face right now is just books. practically priceless. I mean, if y'all could see this, folks. <laughs> oh my god all right sam you got the last bit final thoughts did you have fun <laughs> i did have fun especially with this and i think when i did my research last night when we were talking to you well last night earlier this morning i learned a lot of new things and i was talking to her about it earlier and i was in the comparison thing that's like, like <gasps> i was telling her how the the first note what I, oh my gosh what i say about it you're uh, talking about the uh yeah the first note one was one gigabyte of ram and she just went ew and i was like yeah i know because we think about that it now and it's like ew. what because now well, we have... don't think about that yeah so yeah. say ew that you're just like ram okay who cares yeah but you look at the specs and you know what the specs do yeah you're like ew yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think it's crazy Look at the advancement of technology because one me not knowing anything and now me looking into it, it's just like okay, I like this. It's gonna be fun to learn about and like progress through. But if you compare it to the phone, like the technology of its time, yeah, that would have been good because really all they could do was talk and text, and yeah. they didn't even have keyboards or anything. It was just the phone. numbers. It yeah. was just like the old time phones with the numbers that you just press multiple times and whatever. Yeah, and you didn't need much. You didn't need much power to it. It's just, it goes with what the abilities of the phone. You upgrade the phone more, you need more RAM. Yep. yep. Absolutely. Along with everything else. <laughs> well, I definitely do hope that everyone turns out again. A uh, couple days from now, obviously tomorrow I'm going to be busy. I will be up in Jackson going to see the doctor, so no, nothing really too fun about that. But again, two live shows a week, three pre-recorded stuff. We will eventually have to start working on probably... After we wrap this show up, <laughs> work, work, yeah. work. But it's definitely, definitely been a pleasure working with you guys, and it's definitely been a pleasure for everyone. I know, at least on yeah, this end, that's, this has been a lot of fun. Um, you can listen to us on all major platforms, Spotify, TuneIn, uh, Apple, Google, 
your favorite podcast. We're all over the place. Just search One Wave. For Sam, for Rosie, and me and everybody else here, I want to thank everyone for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys on the next adventure. All right.